Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 172 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for the wisdom in your word. Impart more wisdom into our hearts as we read today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching us in John chapter 15. He talks about being the vine dresser. One interesting thing I saw in verse 2 where he talks about pruning is he cleanses and repeatedly prunes every branch that continues to bear fruit to make it bear more and richer and more excellent fruit. We will never stop being pruned, my friend. Even the good things in our lives will be pruned so better fruit can grow. Let us hold a little less tightly to everything in our lives and allow God the opportunity to do what he wants to do in our lives. This means letting go when he wants to do something bigger and better in our lives. Everything he does is to glorify him, so let's not shrink from the plan he has for our lives. Verse 4 says, Dwell in me and I will dwell in you. Live in me and I will live in you. We have the great blessing and honor to dwell in our Savior. Let us lean into him a little bit more today. Verse 7 says, If you live in me, abide vitally united to me, and my words remain in you and continue to live in your hearts, ask whatever you will and it shall be done for you. As Jesus walked this earth, he was vitally connected to God, and God answered every prayer he prayed. Let us meditate about how we can stay even more connected to Jesus and walk solely in his will. Verse 9 tells us Jesus loves us as God loves Jesus. Jesus tells us to abide in his love. May our hearts be one with him today. In verses 12 and 17, he commands us to love one another. Again, we see repetition here, so we should pay attention to his words. Some of the most powerful words of all. He loves us, and we in turn are asked to love others. We start reading in Acts again today, and this is exciting. Congratulations on completing the entirety of the New Testament. We will now walk through it once again. We are getting close to the middle of our year. The book of Acts tells us about the 30 years after Jesus' death and how Christianity spread during that time. This book is a second book written by Luke. He wrote about Christ's life while he lived, and now we read about how Christianity spread. As we read through Acts this time, let us read it with a thankful heart that Jesus paved the way for these people to spread the gospel in order for everyone after them, including us, to know about the God of the universe and his Son that saves each and every one of us. Luke starts out recounting Jesus' time after he was resurrected. Jesus spent time, 40 days according to Luke, on the earth teaching them about the kingdom of God. Jesus told them to wait in Jerusalem for the Holy Spirit to come to them. Verse 6 is interesting, especially after just finishing the book of Revelation. The disciples asked him if now was the time he would reestablish the kingdom and restore it to Israel. And he said, it is not for you to become acquainted with and know what time brings the things and events of time in their definite periods or fixed years and season. The critical niche in time, which the Father has appointed, fixed and reserved by his own choice and authority and personal power. Just as it wasn't for them to know when God plans to do all that we read about in Revelation, it is not for us to know either. This tells me that we shouldn't become overly anxious or overwhelmed with trying to figure this all out, but we should continue to do what Jesus told us to do in our chapter from John today, love others. The very next thing Jesus told them was that they would receive power from the Holy Spirit. Let us fully accept the Holy Spirit and his ability to lead and guide us and give us the strength and power to overcome whatever comes our way. This is how we abide in Jesus and his love, through the power of the Holy Spirit. 
Next, Jesus is taken up into heaven. And just as God desires to love us and keep us his, he sent two angels to the disciples, telling them that this would be the same way he will return to us. They weren't left wondering or confused. The angels came to comfort them and share another of God's secrets. Jesus is coming back for us. The disciples, Mary the mother of Jesus, his brothers, and many other people gathered together and prayed as they waited for the Holy Spirit to come. We see Peter taking the lead as he spoke about Judas and wanting to replace him as one of the disciples. It is interesting to note that in verse 17, Peter said, For he was counted among us and received by divine allotment his portion in this ministry. Peter recognized it was important for Judas to betray Jesus so that Jesus could die for all of us, to save us. Let us be thankful that Judas's position was not ours. Let us look to the Lord for our purpose to further his mission of saving souls for himself. Truly, take time to meditate on this and allow the Lord to direct you to his plan for you. Let's see what First Chronicles 11 has to tell us today. We are taken to the time after King Saul died and his son ruled over the 11 tribes of Israel for two years. David was already ruling over the tribe of Judah, and when Saul's son died, then the elders went to David to make him rule over the remaining 11 tribes. This was David's third anointing. He was anointed by Samuel when he was young, then over Judah, and lastly over all of Israel. It is interesting to note that his time of ruling came over time and with practice. He had led many wars by this time and had many victories. Still, initially he ran for his life for many years while King Saul was after him. May we know that most every victory in our lives take time, work, and God's perfect timing. Just because we know what God wants us to do, it may take time for it to all come to pass. We can pray for patience as God readies us and others for his service. At the time David took his place as King Jerusalem was inhabited by the Canaanites. They were the people who lived in the promised land prior to the Israelites being given that land. The Jebusites mentioned in our passage here are a small tribe of the Canaanites. They would have been enemies of the Israelites. So when David came in to take the city, there was a battle. David said, whoever smites the Jebusites first shall be chief and commander. Joab, the son of David's half-sister, became David's chief and commander. The rest of the chapter is devoted to David's leaders and mighty men. Chapter 12 tells us about all the men who joined David over the years. Tens of thousands came to him until there were hundreds of thousands of men swearing their allegiance to him. It took years to develop this kind of following. It took years to prepare David to walk in his full calling. Again, let us have patience as God leads us in prayers us to walk fully in his calling for us. Let's see what wisdom Solomon has for us today in Proverbs 22. Verse 1 stands out to me and says, A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favor rather than silver and gold. May our hearts strive after the things God has chosen as good for us, and not what the world tells us we should have. Verse 4 says, The reward of humility and reverent and worshipful fear of the Lord is riches and honor in life. Let our hearts be humble and seek the Lord, my friend. Verse 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and in keeping with his individual gift or bent, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. I love the Amplified's version of this passage because it gives us a deeper understanding about how to teach our children. We know that there are different learning styles and gifts given to each person. When we teach our children in the way they understand and encourage them in the gifts they have to use for God, they will be his forever. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word that continues to impart wisdom into our hearts. We ask for more, Lord. We ask that you impart more wisdom into our hearts. Teach us in your ways and keep our hearts turned to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. 
I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.